super kind of super whatever the infernal thing is. This is the Supercalifragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast, where each week we discuss, you guessed it, Disney. Things you know, things you don't know, and things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, as Walt would say, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Okay. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantengase alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Indeed, Happy New Year. We are recording on January the 1st. My name is Chris. And I'm Kelly. Cannot believe it's 2023. I cannot believe we had to go back to using that crappy old boring intro again. (laughs) Just kidding. I'll be honest. I can't believe we've survived the last three, four years. 10, 15. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've only been doing the podcast for about a year and a half. I know, but just in general, we've survived. You and I have survived. That's fair. That's fair. When I think back on... Right. When I I reflect, as you do at this time of the year... (laughs) We've survived. Hey, honey, has anybody listened to us this week? So, I'm glad you brought it up. (laughs) Uh, We are at the end of the year, or the beginning of the new year, so I thought I'd go back and take a look at, you know, some, some... information from the last year okay we uh we did 45 episodes in 2022 that was 38 regular weekly episodes weekly in air quotes there and seven bonus apps okay so and and with that we actually called out 114 different u.s cities that's awesome it is awesome and we've never repeated a city ever in the since we started doing this in 2021 um and of course that means 38 international cities also yeah that's cool a lot of it's i like that kind of thing and yeah um, and so, where you asked, did we where, get downloads? I know, I knew you asked. Uh, Oakland, California. Oh. Super underrated, in my opinion. The Bay Area, it's on the east side of the, the bay, where yeah. San Francisco, I feel like, gets all the love and glory. It does, yeah. Um, home to the famous Fox and Paramount Theaters, and home of Jack London, who wrote huh. uh, Call of the Wild and White Fang and other That's classic cool. novels. Yep. That's cool. St. John's, Florida, not to be confused with St. John's, Michigan, who we called out back in March. (laughs) This particular St. John's is just south of Jacksonville, Florida, probably covered up by Gamecock fans over the last few days. Okay. So there's that. Very cool. Charlottesville, Virginia. Home to UVA, the Cavaliers. I can't believe we haven't called them. Out. I know it's 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 surprising. Uh, you know, I grew up with a guy, played soccer for, for my whole life with a guy that has had his football jersey retired uh, in Cav- UVA. by by UVA as wow. a as a punter. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, solid, yes, pretty good. Solid punter. Very good punter. East Grinstead, UK. I'm sure that they pronounce it like Worcestershire or something, but. Mm-hmm. But this is about a, a little town about an hour south of London. I can go visit in June. You totally could. Um, and what's really, I know the online pictures and stuff can be a little bit deceiving, but no kidding, no exaggeration. The online shots of this beautiful, quaint little town look like Richmond from Ted Lasso. Really? It, it just looks so cute. Do we know where they shoot Ted Lasso? That would be a great thing to know before I go to London for I June. I don't know where they shoot it. No. That would be fantastic. 
No. So, okay. so yeah, that's our place. Oh, 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 and you are wearing DVC ears tonight. I am wearing DVC ears tonight, and it is for a very, very specific reason, completely uh-huh. and totally on topic. It's totally like, topic like, adjacent. Like not a topic adjacent. No, spot on spot the topic. Spot on the topic. Okay. Spot on the topic. All right. Well, I can't, I can't wait to hear that, but we have to do Main Street first. Okay. Uh, okay, first and foremost, very, very sad. Um, thoughts, of course, centered around the passing of Barbara Walters. Uh, icon, absolute icon Seriously. of journalism. Yes. Icon of women. Yes. <laughs> and a Disney legend. Yes. Uh, also, Bob Iger's statement on her passing, Barbara was a true legend, a pioneer, not just for women in journalism, but journalism itself. She was a one-of-a-kind reporter who landed many of the most important interviews of our time, from heads of state and leaders of regimes to the biggest celebrities and sports icons. I had the pleasure of calling Barbara a colleague for more than three decades, but more importantly, I was able to call her a dear friend. She will be missed by all of us here at the the Walt Disney Company, and we send our deepest condolences to her daughter, Jacqueline. Yeah. Yeah. So very sad, um, and lots of tributes coming in for for her, and all absolutely worthy. Yes, very. She's amazing. Yep. Um, so a venture capital company called TRC Capital they offered what's called a mini tender below market for 1.5 million shares of Disney stock. Right. So this is hmm. this is a company that sees that Disney stock has just plummeted, especially over the last year, mm-hmm. year and a half, in fact. Um, and it's it's it was down to around eighty six bucks as of Friday, but as of this notice coming out, it was like at eighty nine dollars. Okay. Um, and so this company was offering anybody who owned Disney stock the opportunity to sell all of their stock for eighty five dollars a share, which was of course below market value. Yeah. Uh, and so Disney was had issued a statement telling people not to do that because their their offer was less than 5% of the shares of stock totally outstanding huh. and so they they get to skirt some um, securities laws oh, right wow. so why um, would people do that um, the stock's going to go back up well we, one would hope yes but um but that's why this company's making the offer, right? right. So that they, they, they hope to get a whole crap ton of Disney stock at a for a song. Um, but at, okay. at the at one point five million shares, it's less than five percent of the outstanding stock, so they don't have to your your their pledge to purchase them is not as protected and governed and regulated as it would be. So that's Disney's warning to people. Yep. Anyway, it's an interesting news item uh, as a result of Disney's plummeting stock price, frankly. Right. Uh, D23 members received an email directly from Bob Iger. I got mine. Okay. Which was nice because my wife gifted me D23 a couple years ago. Um, He expressed optimism and appreciation. Uh, Quote, there has never been a better time to be a Disney fan and that the company will continue to do their best to, quote, exceed your highest expectations. Okay. I hope so. I do too. Um. Walt Disney World has released a 50th anniversary grand finale merch collection. So this is not just 50th anniversary merch. This is 
we're in the last Grand three finale, months, yes. right? So okay. I'm I'm excited for this merch. Yeah, is it going to be there this week? I hope there? so. I hope oh, it is. I hope so. That would be very exciting. Gosh, I so am personally very excited to buy that merch. Also, some Epcot 40th anniversary merch, mm-hmm. and any Disney 100 merch that might be already on the shelves for Gosh. next year. And, and then when we go to Disneyland and then we go to Paris, Disneyland Paris, I literally have that written. <laughs> we can buy thirty year merch when we go to Paris. <laughs> So, so all we just all sorts of anniversary merch really? available right now. Really? Yep. Uh Magic Kingdom news. Uh the announcement back at D23 Expo on this got got sort of um fumbled a bit when Josh Demaro was announcing this. So I don't know if people really got got what he was saying, but uh the Happily Ever After Nighttime Spectacular will be returning to the Magic Kingdom in 2023. Um, you asked the other day if this is the one that we were there for the retirement of. No, that was Wishes. Uh, okay. Wishes retired on May the 11th, 2017, and was replaced by yes. Happily Ever After. We got, we got mauled we did. in May we, of 2017. We, we, did, we got mauled. We did not know. Kids got mauled. It was, I had no idea. It was May the 11th, by the way. That's oh when we gosh. were there. That yes. Year. I mean, one of our children had like a, an actual breakdown over in the entrance in Adventureland. I oh, mean, we man. it was it was horrific. Yeah. Yes, it was. I've never experienced Disney like that. Yeah, um, saw some people legit getting a fight. Oh my gosh! Like and they're right, right, right there in the hub, right in front of us, right at the hub, right, right in front of Walt and <laughs> Mickey. Was, in fact, it was insane. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is going to be replacing the Disney Enchantment show that's there right now for the fiftieth. Okay, right. So, and they say that it'll be it's enhanced. It's an updated version of Apple ever after okay it's happier ever happier after. heavier ever after yeah um the festival of fantasy parade will uh, relaunched today two shows a day it has okay. been on a, a sort of a holiday hiatus okay. um having been replaced by mickey's once upon a christmas time parade sure. but festival of fantasy is back and i am glad because i i love that festival that fantasy. is like i grew up going to this park saw all the parades but the festival of fantasy parade is just the one like I'd, I really love it. I yeah. love to make this is sort of appointment viewing uh, for us now, and and yeah. parades for me growing up, except for the you know the light parade at night, were not that. And this one is. Well, I feel like it's also easier to get a good spot for the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Maybe uh, I think so. And that one time we did the package with um, Tony's uh, Tony's. Oh, I forgot we did. We that. had fantastic. Yeah, those seats. were good seats. Yeah, good. I actually had really good seats. Uh, when uh, for the parade when I was there back in March. Okay. Which is easy to do when you're by yourself. Yeah. But no, we've we've had good seats for Festival of Fantasy. It's uh, not nearly as, as jam-packed yeah. as um, the nighttime parade, uh-huh. and, and people enjoy it really all through the park. Yep. yep. So it's good. Yep, that's right. Uh, character Dining will be returning to Cindy's Castle on February the 28th. That's exciting because that's a that's a – that's needed for the money you pay for that experience. Yeah. I mean, so it's that cool you mean to, they're going to go around to the tables because yes. they, they came out. When yes, they were yes, there yes, yes, like yes, 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 or whatever. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it was really just Cindy that did that. No, some of the other ones curtsied. Did, yeah. I didn't remember that, but yeah, but they're, yeah, the not traditional, a lot. Yeah. traditional character dining returns February 28th at Cindy's. Right. Okay. And it's a good, that's a good place to meet those princesses. It is. Um, 
Walt Disney World Railroad is officially up and running oh again gosh, after I being down this. nearly 1,500 days. I saw it, and I was like, wow. I mean, this yeah. better be the best train in the world. <laughs> I want to ride it. Now. Like, I want <laughs> I want it to essentially be the Polar Express. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> because the hype that has I been know. with this train. I know. They be- they just got to shine like the top of the Chrysler building. And I'm like, it's a train. Yes. But we're going to ride it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever ridden it. You keep saying that I have. I swear that I have not ridden it. I've definitely. And you're like, we've ridden it together, and I'm like, I don't think so. Okay, well, uh, so they have filed permits, by the way, to now work on all of the train stops. Oh, for the love of God! You know, it it was intended to be a way to to get from one part of the park to another, right? And so, so then they're going to take it back down to work on the train stops. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my goodness! I hope not. But it uh, it goes, you know, rides right through the Tron attraction. Now, so that's another reason to ride. Yeah, that yeah. tunnel that Huge took forever. Deal. Huge deal. Tunnel took a long time mm-hmm. for the show. Um, the candlelight processional conductor uh, okay. for the for the candlelight processional at Epcot uh-huh. uh, was honored. He was given a Mouseker. A Mouseker is a mouse Oscar that they give. Oh, cute. Yeah, that's an internal Walt Disney World internal award for oh, that's company or community service. Okay, um, he did his one thousandth candlelight processional. As the conductor. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. I mean, if you figure, what do they do? 30 per season? uh, Because it's not every night. It's not, but they do it multiple times a night when they do it. Okay. It's close to every night. Okay, so 40 But Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's been doing it for 26 years. Okay. That's the the math math. I was going for. Yeah, 26 years and counting. Dr. John Sinclair. Good for him. And is yeah. he stopping? Is he retiring? Is that why he got the mouse? No, card? and counting. He's okay. And counting. Just, he He's just reached going. a thousand, and so they gave him so a mouse. So he got a mouse. Okay, yep. good for him, man. Yep. Well done. Tarzan's Treehouse will be reopening in Disneyland on February the 11th as the Adventureland Treehouse inspired by Walt Disney's Swiss Family Robinson. So that's yeah. that's like the one that it's they like have the at one Magic we got. Kingdom. It's a little womp there, there are some new elements coming Tarzan, in at least. Tarzan, was horribly racist and sexist. <sighs> oh my gosh. So. Uh, it, well, it is. At least one Easter egg uh, connecting the house to the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Which, which you is, love. I do think that's really cool. Uh, we enjoyed the New Year's Rock and Eve, which had some Disneyland. had some performances uh-huh. from Disneyland and California Adventure. Uh-huh. Uh, that was really cool. We saw a preview of the World of Color 1 mm-hmm. show, which was just something I cannot wait to see one I day. No, I hate that we didn't get to see it. Uh, got a preview of the Run Disney merch. Lots of Ooh. rad neon hot pinks and electric blues okay. and geometric fonts. I may need to get something to commemorate my last 10K. <laughs> 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 do we pre-purchase the merch or do we need to stand in line for There's that? a virtual queue for it, I think. To pre-purchase the merch. like, But yeah. can I go ahead and like place my order and be like, I want this and I'll just... Like like mobile order. That's what I really yeah, want. Yeah, right. I, I get that. I don't know. This? I'm sure it's in our notes that we've received. Okay, I haven't read this. <laughs> <laughs> but blocking our it. preparation is just this been is the epic. week I'm, I'm walking my last 10k and to answer the question that my chiropractor asked this week. No, I have not prepared. <laughs> I I sort of stopped about a month ago. Good. <laughs> If the balloon ladies are going to have to drag me across the finish line, honey, I want us to be together. <laughs> I just want us to be together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, it's going to be great. We're, I'm excited about it. Stanley documentary is going to hit Disney Plus in 2023, although I don't know exactly when. That coincides with what would have been his 100th birthday. Do you think it's oh, interesting wow. that Disney turns 100 the same year that Stanley also turns 100? Wow. What a big year. It's a huge year. 
the 23 is going to be huge. Right. Seriously. I'm so excited about it. Okay. Tomorrowland, honey. Tomorrowland. You ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Maybe you've heard, <laughs> but we're going to go to Walt Disney World in just a few days. So I thought, okay, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the five things we're doing on this trip that we've never done before that I'm most excited about. Okay. All right. First things first. I have to acknowledge here that we are blessed beyond measure to be able to go to Disney as often as we do. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we we, we recognize that we have a, a an out-of-the-ordinary situation and most of the things people are going to do at Disney will be their first time, and, and for a lot of people, their only time. Right. Just want to put that out there. We are not blind to that. Yep. That said, here are the five things that we're going to do that we've never done before that I'm most excited about. Okay. First, Drawn to Life, the Cirque du Soleil Disney collaboration. So excited about that. I think this is the first and only so far Cirque collaboration with another uh, company. Yeah, I saw Lanuba when it was there, but that mm-hmm. was not a Disney collab. That's right. That was all Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've seen Lanuba also. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of your bucket list items to see all Cirque du Soleil shows. All Cirque du Soleil shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Drawn to Life website describes the show as this, and it makes me love it even more. Uh, this love letter to the art of Disney animation celebrates life and all of its motions and emotions. The show tells the story of a determined girl, her name's Julie, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, who discovers one last gift left her left her by her animator father, a sequence of unfinished drawings. Guided by a magical pencil and a quirky troop of imaginative muses, she embarks on an inspiring quest to a uh, quest filled with her childhood Disney memories will follow her as she leaps into a whimsical world of animation and discovers new possibilities that animate the story of her future. Mm-hmm. Drawn to Life is presented by Cirque du Soleil and Disney together. Yes. I did a special, I did an episode on Cirque du Soleil once mm-hmm. and, and I, I fell in love yeah. and then, and then they canceled it because of COVID. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, and it's been open for one year, like back in November, I think it had been open for one year. So, yep. okay. So drawn to life, yes. super excited. We're doing that at the very first, like immediately right there immediately. after we get there. Yes. And then we're having dinner. It's going to be an amazing first night. Yes. Run Disney 10 K. This is, this, this is, is number two. Your list. This is on my list. <laughs> I am excited about this. Okay. Uh, Disney marathon <laughs> weekend kicks off on Wednesday, officially the first Races the 5K on Thursday, mm-hmm. 10K Friday is what we're doing. Then they have a half and a full. All you dopey people who are doing the dopey challenge are running all God four of those. I just, I just I bow just... down at your feet. Um, we were there. I was not made for that. No, My no, body no. is not no, made for either, that type no. of a situation. Me either. Just go ahead and put me down. My body is much more, much more prepared to like sit at Nomad Lounge for two or three agreed. hours. Agreed. Totally agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the people sitting across from us how their race was. Yes. <laughs> um we were there a year ago and we and we sort of we left on half marathon morning. So we had seen yep. the 5k and the 10k folks. We as we were waking up in the morning and mm-hmm. you know I'd walk over to the wherever to get some breakfast and bring it back to the room. I'd see all these run people and they all looked like when we see them in the park they just had such a camaraderie and everything yeah. and 
we made a, since it was the beginning of the year, we made a goal to go do it. We're going to go do it. Right. And, and they really did have a real good glow and they, they looked normal. <laughs> right. These because did again, not... we were looking at the five and 10 K people mm-hmm. and they looked very average. Well, and we chatted and with some people that were beside us at Harmonious who were, uh, he was going to run, he had run the five or 10 K and he was going to run the full on Sunday mm-hmm. and just the, the whole vibe around the, the vibe community is, fun. is was yeah. great and we wanted to be a part of it. Yes. So we're going to be. Absolutely. And that's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Crystal Palace character breakfast. Yep. Right? 47 years I've been going to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Never stepped foot so much as on the porch of Crystal Palace. Same. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe I've just always thought it was meh. Yeah, that's that was been, that's been my impression. But I know people who have been there and love it and, love so, it. And, and oftentimes make it a point of going there every time. Yeah. The, it's a Winnie the Pooh character breakfast, uh, or for us, it's going to be breakfast. Um, it's a Winnie the Pooh character meet and greet uh, meal. Uh, it's described as dine in Victorian splendor in this greenhouse inspired crystal palace, uh, idyllically set on Main Street, USA. Join Winnie the Pooh and friends for a whimsical, all you care to enjoy buffet, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Mm-hmm. So I did some research. The Crystal Palace in England. Uh-huh was a cast iron and plate glass structure originally built yes. in Hyde Park, London. You did a, a thing on this. You did to, an episode I don't, on did it. Did I? Yes, I, I remember know. this. Uh, it was to house the Great Exhibition in 1851. Uh-huh. Almost a million square foot of exhibit space to, uh, to display examples of technology developed around the Industrial Revolution. They had to create how, you know, they, they invented a way of creating plate glass in a way that would even allow this structure to be built. Uh-huh. It was destroyed in a fire in 1936, and the residential area around where it was is now named Crystal Palace. Um, there's a Crystal Palace football club that plays in the English Premier League. Okay. and uh, so, so I have sort of built myself up to be really excited about this because I know what it's calling back to. Okay. Um, and it so, has gone back to buffet, right? It's I believe no it has. I know that at table. I, I don't, I don't know that for sure, but I do believe that's I looked the at case. the menu today and it did say buffet. Okay, well, which you makes don't, me, you personally don't have to eat buffet. I'm sure they'll bring you a plate of food if you would like. No, it's buffet. Okay. I, I think you don't think that they would bring you just because I don't like you know, a buffet. Like if, if they walk over and I'd be like, you know what? I just don't care for a buffet. I, could I order off a menu? I, th- I bet they would do that for you. We'll yes. see. Yes. We'll see. Because I'm not going to get my money's worth at a buffet don't, either. Don't, don't yuck my yum. I'm not yucking your yum, honey. I'm just saying I wish they had kept it. Just all you can eat, bring it to the table, family style. I don't think we need buffets. All you can eat is great. Family style is great. Crystal Palace, yum. All you can eat, yum. <laughs> You know, all of it is fantastic. It's just, you know, the buffet. I just have such issues. Oh, no, I'm excited the- about the buffet. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited about breakfast. I love a breakfast buffet. It's one of my favorite things. And now we're doing that Crystal Palace where I've never been into before. I'm going to meet Winnie the F and Pooh. Winnie the F and Pooh. <laughs> yeah. I mean. They have mimosas. That's what I saw on the menu. And I was like, okay, I'm down. Yep. That's Right. I'm down. Uh, you can do liquor now at the Crystal Palace in the Magic Kingdom. Although most is not technically liquor, but yeah. Whatever. This is, this is how it's going to be tonight. It's not refillable. <laughs> I did notice that. Yeah, Some restaurants a, a offer a refillable mimosa, which is a nice thing. That is. that is. And then Cindy has like the flight. Well, so we'll all order mimosas and just give them to you. <laughs> 
Even even the kid with us, <laughs> she'll have a mimosa. Okay, number four, you ready? Yep. The Riviera Resort. Yay. So excited I'm about this. super excited about the Riviera. Yes. Super excited. Uh, you know, and we're also staying in, in, in Grand Flow Villas while we're there. We've never done that either. We have stayed at the Grand Flow literally one night, mm-hmm. but uh, we've never stayed in the villas. But we're going to be in a villa at the Riviera, which is uh, the latest DVC resort. Um, Riviera has only been open for three years. Wow. I didn't realize it was that new. Yeah. December the 16th was its three-year anniversary. And, of course, it opened immediately. um, Right. Well, immediately after it opened, pandemic hit and everything shut down. Right. uh, it's it's described as this. Disney's Riviera Resort is designed to capture the magic of Europe that Walt Disney fell in love with once upon a time. Upon arrival, you'll be welcomed home by a palm tree-lined boulevard and a striking facade of this resort hotel. From the grand archways and porticos to the tower and terraces, the Riviera Resort is a modern masterpiece of imagination, each detail drawing upon the influences of Europe and the Mediterranean. Yeah, it is beautiful. It is beautiful, and, and it is very we, – we were lucky enough to go to the Mediterranean, to the French Riviera on our honeymoon, and it very much evokes that same sort of uh, skyline yeah. of those hotels and resorts sure. there. Also, Topolino's Terrace is there. We're trying to get in there for breakfast, maybe instead of the Crystal Palace, um, which would be fantastic. See the Fab Five. Um, also, Skyliner. Is there, and so that's a huge plus for the Riviera. It is. Um, lastly, on my list, the new Fantasmic. I get that we've seen Fantasmic, okay, <laughs> but we've not ever seen the new version of Fantasmic with we its haven't. new updated elements. I know. And I have worked very hard to not see any previews. Okay. To like, not like you'll be scrolling TikTok or something, and somebody will be doing a live cast from there. I'm like, nay. <laughs> I will not watch it. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. But I have seen a couple of like still images of like Moana holding up the heart of Tefiti uh-huh. or uh, what appears to be Milan stick fighting. OMG. Wow. So yeah. very excited. I know there's some Elsa elements and, and updated Pocahontas and Aladdin. And we've got the package. We're we've got a Mama dining Mel package. Roses. So we'll do a Mama Melrose, which we also have. I could have done that. We've never eaten a Mama you've Melrose. You've never eaten a Mama Melrose. Nope. You left that out. Oh, no. I could have done six. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You out of time. Out of time. Okay. So I'm doing the top five things that that I'm excited about that we have done what? before. What? <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> so first of all, dinner at the Edison. Of course. Now, I've done an episode on the Edison. We love the Edison. We Very do. steampunk. Very really steampunk, awesome yeah. vibe. Three, I mean, three, two or three decks. I mean, a fun. bacon clothesline. Like, yes. what else do I need to say? Like, we love, love, love the Edison. Yes. Um, so, we're going to do this the first night. It's at the landing at Disney Springs. And I also wrote down, I'm just going to take a two for here and assume we're going over to Gideon's. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if we have time. We're I definitely hit hitting up the polite the pig. Bar. <laughs> And you, you also said you're going to hit Wine Bar George to get one of those little tumblers. It's going to be a busy, busy night. Busy uh, that night. first night is going to be awesome. Okay, so here's what here's what I think I might order. Um, so first, one of these two appetizers, maybe two, I don't know, the yes. Electra Fries. This is hand-cut Idaho russet, Burbank potatoes, Edison special sauce, bacon, grated parm, and chopped green <sighs> onions for $16. Leave those onions off. I also think I might want the creamy spinach cheese dip. 
Oh, yeah. Which is fresh spinach, toasted breadcrumbs, and house-made tortilla chips. Oh, that sounds good. Tortilla you, you chips. Did, you did That's not mention 18. the candied bacon on the clothesline, though. Yeah, I'm not going to get that. Um, I will probably eat one of two things for my entree. It's either going to be the organic tomato soup and gooey grilled cheese, which is phenomenal. I've had it. It has Fontina, Munster, Gruyere, and Alpine Swiss on buttered mm. sourdough. Wow. So good. For you um. meat eaters, you can also add bacon. Or onion or whole tomatoes. Like, you can really get into it. Um, they also have, um, that's $22. They also have a Beyond Burger. I actually prefer Impossible over Beyond Meat. Sure. Um, so I'm leaning towards the tomato soup with the gooey okay. grilled cheese. Okay. Um, for dessert, I think we should split uh, the triple chocolate voltage cake. Interesting. Which is whipped cream, chocolate crunch, chocolate ganache, and raspberry for $13. And get the bomba, which is pistachio, strawberry, and chocolate ice cream encased in a dark chocolate shell for good. $15. I think we need that. And then on need. the side, I'm going to have the Samantha Sterling, which is Grey Goose Vodka, Liliette Rosé, lime juice, watermelon juice, and handcrafted cinnamon syrup. Oh, man. That's right in your wheelhouse. $19. And that's that's another thing about the Edison is that these, this is a very high-end craft high. cocktail they bar have, area. They have some craft cocktails that are in the $30, $40 range. Yeah. yeah um, they, these bartenders are not messing they're around. They're doing some stuff they're there. They're serious. Um, we didn't sign up for it, but we could have done the animated evening with the Cirque du Soleil package. Oh, and it would have been a prefix menu at 65 a person okay. and you get a beverage an entree an appetizer and a dessert okay but we didn't do that uh, we are also going to go to dinner at Le Cellier now we haven't done Le Cellier in years it's been a minute yeah it really has um, so I'm pretty excited about some of this so I'm going to start with the plant-based house-made chorizo meatballs oh street corn avocado crema and cheese shreds for $18. Now, this was hard because I do enjoy their beer cheese soup. Yeah. And their iceberg lettuce wedge has edamame, blue cheese, buttermilk ranch, and crispy onions. Oh, in addition to like marinated tomatoes. <clears throat> they really got a lot going on they the do. appetizer menu well, that you know, I could. If you play cards right, maybe I'll let you have some of my beer cheese soup. Um, then for my entree, I'm going to have the steamed Asian impossible dumplings. So everything on Disney, like proper in the parks and at the, the resorts is always impossible meat. Interesting. Which is why I find it interesting that the Edison is beyond, but whatever. This is impossible meat dumplings, bok choy, Chinese long beans, red peppers, radish, and a fragrant Asian broth. And I think this is, this is great because it, it's, it's, they, they have definitely incorporated more of that into places like Les Soyeux than they had before yep. we went. And it's almost like those test kitchens really are test kitchens, and then they yeah. end up adopting them in the restaurants. Yes, I think I've had something very similar to this at the Brown Derby, but oh, um, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and for dessert, I'm going to have the warm pecan brown butter tart. This mm. is maple ice cream, a brown yeah. sugar anglaise, and a whiskey caramel for $14. Yeah, that sounds... My dumplings are 34 by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So anyway, so those are the first two restaurants I'm very excited about. Okay. Um, the third thing I'm excited about is we're going to be staying at the Grand Flow. Yes. Um, we have not stayed there since 2016. That's right. 
And I remember that trip. Oh, yeah. Um, And uh, we've never stayed in the villas. So here's what I love about the Grand Flow. And we really maximized this when we were there. Um, You can nap. So you can be like over at Magic Kingdom and be like, I just think I need a nap. And you just pop over and nap. And then, woo, you're refreshed. And you go back to the park. It was like, I remember, it was like we went to the Magic Kingdom Two completely separate full days. Yes, it was fantastic. It was. It was I mean, being able to nap in the middle of the day was so like great. A, like a yes. six month old. Um, they have my favorite transportation to the park, mm-hmm. which is a boat. The boats. Um, and it's luxury. So I'm going to actually feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah, which that's right. It's a big deal to me. Sure. Um, we're staying in one of the villas. So. Mm-hmm. Washer dryer for the wind. Yep. Um, and we have a balcony with two seating areas. Oh, I did not realize yeah, that. Yeah, I looked at the floor plans today, um, and it's pretty cool. So yes. those are my top three. Okay. All right, Grand Flow. Yep. Listen, Number four is Harmonious. Oh, of course, yes. Especially considering how sad it is it's going to go away. It is sad. Um, Harmonious debuted in October of 2021. It'll be retiring in 2023. It's and so they good. say it has just never connected with the guests like Illuminations did. I disagree, and I completely disagree. I mean, with I can't that. speak for every other guest, but for me, I just absolutely I disagree with that. I think it's it's fantastic. I think it's stunning, and it literally has brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, um, I love how like beautifully diverse. It is. That's the thing is all those voices, all those, all those. So great. You know, all those different voices from all over the world. Yes. It's so great. Um, I love that there's plenty of seating all around the world showcase mm-hmm. and I'm super sad to see it go. Yep. Um, yep. But I, so I'm glad we're going to get to see it again. Yep. Totally um, agree. And, you know, experience it there. And, you know, it's just one of my favorite things. Absolutely. Okay. And so then my... Number five thing. Okay. This is my favorite food at Disney. <laughs> Would you like to guess what that is? Oh, man. Any Your guesses? Favorite food. Any guesses? My favorite food at Disney that we're, but, but, is what I'm super excited about oh, for number goodness. five. I don't. I, it's like you don't even know me. I know. I know what. <laughs> I'm going to go get the Felucian Kefta and Hummus Garden Spread. Ah, Docking yes, Bay Docking Bay Seven. <laughs> Good for you. Absolutely. So that the day we go to Hollywood Studios is the day of my last 10K. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I may eat two of these. You should. Why not? Well, one reason is because we'll also be having... Pasta, most likely for lunch that day, but what if? I don't understand. I, what what well, does that have to what do with anything? What are you talking anything? about? I know. You know what I would do for you, honey? I will go get, uh, you have what, you, when we go through there, have it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'll go back over there and I'll get you another one just to have while we're at Fantasmic that night. It is so good, y'all. Like, it I really cannot is. tell you how amazing this is. And so the description is plant-based meatballs, herb hummus, and tomato cucumber relish and yeah. a pita. That, that sounds so boring compared to what it is. It. Yeah. it is so, so good. And it's only twelve ninety nine. I know. It's a, it's absolutely stunning. Stunningly good. It is so good. And I every time we go, I'm like, which day am I gonna have the Felucian Kefta and Hummus Garden spread? That you know what? It's like though that is your version of my how do I get my hands on those meatballs from the polite pig? Yeah, a similar. Um, but not quite. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm telling you, like, if I could get this here at home, I would eat this every day. You would. Every, every day. Like, you know, maybe I should try to figure out how to make it. You should. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, it's so good. Okay. In addition to that, I'm also going to have the Outpost Puff which is a chocolate pastry filled with guajillo chocolate mousse. You know I love a you mousse. love mousse. Mises, finished mousses. with a Thai tea panna cotta, oh. spiced pineapple, and get this, confectionery debris. What? I don't even know what that means, but it's $7.49 and I need it. Docking Bay 7 is amazing. Yes. On the side of this, I'm going to have the Surly Sarlacc. <laughs> Did I mispronounce that? It's some kind of a Star Wars thing. I mispronounced it. Yeah. Okay. No, I think you're good. Okay. This is Kettle One Bananical Grapefruit and Rose Vodka. Oh, yeah. Minute Made Limeade, Raspberry, and Spicy Mango Flavors. Oh, yeah. And that's fourteen fifty. Yeah, that's a fantastic... That sounds right in your wheelhouse. Is that not... Like, if, if you were going to make a meal for me... That's it. It's that one. You'd be like, this is what it needs to be. There yes. needs to be chocolate. There needs to be mousse. The Felution Kefta and Hummus Garden Spread. Right. And some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's your meal. Like, Docking Bay 7 knows me they know at a very core a level. Core, right. You, you've never felt more... <laughs> Food scene than Docking Bay 7. Oh, I love Docking Bay 7 so much, y'all. <laughs> Which is so random because you are like the worst when it comes to Star Wars. I know nothing about Star Wars. I don't even know where Docking Bay 7 comes from. Like, why do they call it Docking Bay 7? I have no idea. No idea. But I do like that there's like little cubbies where you can eat in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not like, it doesn't feel cafeteria-like. You, right. you can have like your own space where you're not surrounded by a thousand people and just enjoy that Felucian kefta and hummus garden spread without feeling like the rest of the restaurant is judging you for, <laughs> oh, that, 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 for some licking your plate. <laughs> And practically eating the cardboard tray that it comes on. See, that's it. It doesn't come on a cardboard tray, honey. That's the beauty of it. Everything in Docking Bay 7 comes on regular plateware, like oh, glassware. I, I yeah. forgot that. No, so my Felution Kefta and Hummus Garden Spread comes in like this little cast so iron. So you cannot like just break it and like tear it into pieces and suck no, the that's why I'm concerned right they're not going to give it to you to go. Oh. Um, Oh, well. But I mean, they wouldn't know, like if we ordered it and then just walked across the park to Fantastic. <laughs> with, with a plate, <laughs> with an actual plate. <laughs> Folks, uh, obviously we are super excited. And I think sometimes the very best part of a Disney trip is the anticipation leading up to the trip. Uh, I used to, when I would go with my grandma, she would... Uh, speak me to sleep at night telling me what our trip was going to be like so really really excited and that's why i loved this episode yes if you liked it you know what to do now go out there to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review on apple Podcasts. that's going to help us a lot yes please and if you're looking for more things disney please visit scfadp.com that's s for super c for cali f for fragilistic a for awesome d for disney p for podcast that's right. And either I think when we get back, look for a bonus episode as yep. we do our patented virtual tour of the uh, art, festival art festival at Epcot. That's always a fun one. Uh, and folks, follow us on all the socials, SCFADP. With that, we will see, see you real soon. soon.